0: Creative destruction at its best. That's what Moody's chief economist Mark Zandi called the multi-billion dollar crisis that's right now hitting U.S. retail. At issue, the crash and burn of shopping malls. After two decades of boom, malls are closing all over the country. As the New York Times reports, as many retail workers have been laid off since October 2016 as work in the entire American coal industry. That's almost 89,000. While painful for those in the middle of it, this is how we grow and wealth is created, said the man from Moody's. That's the standard economists take. Markets work magic. Trends come and go. People miraculously wise up and adapt. And the economy, so-called, comes out ahead. That's the way economists like to report the news. But let's take a closer look. The U.S. has many more miles per head of population than any other place on Earth. Each of us has 23.5 square feet of retail space per person, compared with 16.5 square feet in Canada and just over 11 in Australia. With malls come paved earth, over a million square miles of it, usually black or gray concrete, heating, drying, and secreting waste into the soil beneath. Shut an anchor store in a mall as Sears and Macy's and J.C. Penny have done in the hundreds recently, and typically the whole mall empties out, leaving masses of out-of-work people, mostly with skills like stocking and clerking that are increasingly automated and, in any case, not available where they live. And leaving whole swaths of the landscape sweating under impervious macadam. The paving leads to water runoff, more frequent flooding, increased acidity, you name it. Is change like this painful for those in the middle of it? You bet it is. But those human and environmental costs don't have to be just the way things are. Pain may be inevitable, but suffering like this is political. 89,000 miners have built enough power to make their layoffs costly not just to them personally, but to society. Retail workers are disproportionately female, of color, immigrant, and older or young. When it comes to this particular pain, in other words, the people in the middle of it aren't the most powerful. Do we actually in this country leave change to the market by getting government out of it? No, we don't leave business owners to bear the cost of all that dislocation, retraining and pollution. We, the people, cover those so-called external costs, just as our taxes usually pay for the roads, electrification and sewers that make it possible to build the malls in the first place. We've decided those costs, just like the cleanup, won't be borne by private corporations, but by the public corpus, us. Do things have to be this way? You tell me. The rest of the world's not facing the same mass of defunct zombie malls because, frankly, their governments made different decisions. Zombie malls are our problem, along with zombie economics. I'm Laura. You can write to me, laura at lauraflanders.com, and tell me what you think. You can also sign up for our free podcast and find all the archives of this program at our website. That's lauraflanders.com, and thanks.